On this week's episode of Cheesesteak Sports, we talk about the return of Markel Fultz Sheesh. and the Sixers on a streak. We also talk about the Eagles bringing in Mike Wallace, bringing back Chris Long, preview Villanova versus Kansas, and preview the upcoming Major League Baseball season. Go fight. Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan. And we were right. Like, we were right. The process, it's all coming together right now. And Monday night was, it was magical. Like, that's the best word I can use to describe Monday night. Markel Fultz is back in action. We're going to get to see him again. Um, by the time you guys listen to this, you will have already probably known what he's done in his Which is game. probably like 25 points. Eight eight rebounds, yeah. nine assists, something like. Yeah, I mean, if you played normal minutes, yeah, it probably would be that. But um, just in 14 minutes of play, his, his return back to the court, you know, 10 points, eight assists, and get a block, a steal, or maybe two rebounds. But just the fact that he's back, he looked confident, he looked aggressive. It's all coming together at the right time as the Sixers are clicking. As we go into April, well, we're, yeah, we're going into April in the playoffs. Yeah, it's about crazy. Two weeks it's away. crazy. We're going in April. I know. It still seems like yesterday it was Super February Bowl. 4th, yeah, yeah. yeah that Super Bowl. But I watched that today. Actually, I watched the game. The again. whole game. Yeah. Well, the condenser. So yeah, it's yeah. quickie. But it's classic. No, <laughs> it really is. It's the best thing because like it really doesn't. It still doesn't feel real to me. Yeah, and like, this whole the whole Sixers season right now honestly doesn't like feel real to me because like just think back to year after year after year of basically feeling like the NBA was, like, irrelevant in a way as far as, like, can't, like actually caring about the standings. Like, we were never at that point throughout mm-hmm. any of our games for the past four years, yeah. right? So, to be where we're at right now, to be – tonight if we win, we could be tied for the three seed um, in the East with a lot of injuries, honestly, around the league. I saw a tweet uh, that someone tweeted was, like, Rodgers got hurt, this person got hurt, blah, blah, blah. Eagles went Super Bowl. Kyrie hurt, Steph hurt, like, and then the eye emoji, like, trying to like, relate done. it. But honestly, like, with the Eagles situation going, uh, and now that's a completely different situation because it's the process is its own its own thing. Like, you can't compare it. But the Eagles being 7-9 and nine last year and then bouncing back this year to, not bouncing back, but storming back to win a Super Bowl. Um, and the Sixers doing what they're doing, like, I remember before the season, I think I talked about it on air, how we were comparing him a little bit to the Thunder of when they first made their splash. Yeah, the, you did. You did say the that. Year they won like 23 games next year. They won 50, and the Sixers are pretty similar to that um, with a lot of young guys. They have some vets too. But it's just like it's awesome. And like to, to have a young team like this that's only growing, only going to get better, it's amazing to think about like the basketball we're going to have for a while here in Philadelphia where it's only going to get better and to, to have a chance to, to compete and do some things in the playoffs, which I think they can. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's really great. Like, honestly, it, it's amazing. And I, I can't get over it. Like I tweeted out the other night on Monday night, I was like, like literally I'm sitting here like tearing up watching Fultz, like in the standing O the Fultz yes. skull chant, like chills throughout your body. Like it's just like we know how to do it. We've been the best fans forever, we basically, get it. and now it's like we're having good, good, good teams, like yeah. a really good teams. We're gonna have home, hopefully, home court advantage the first round. Yeah, 
maybe even the second. Um, actually, no, not the second. But you know, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. Like you said, a lot of injuries going out. Kevin Love got a concussion last night. Mm. I mean, I'm sure he'll be fine. But like the the Cavs without Kevin Love, they're you know they're really yeah nothing because sure, LeBron doesn't. I mean, LeBron can't do it all. I mean, think. Oh, I mean, it was just still what makes sense. But still, LeBron doesn't have Kyrie like he did the last couple of years. His second best option is Kevin Love, and then it's kind of like, uh, like the Sixers can make noise in the playoffs, which is making noise. Yeah, like crazy to think about. They, I, I mean, I won't. We'll, we'll obviously have a playoff preview as we get closer to that. Whew, can't wait um, for that. But just getting back to your point about the crowd, like honestly, like the Philadelphia fan, it's. I think it's had. It's changed since we won the Super Bowl. And since, really, just like... Well, I think, like, it's like... Since the process, really. We're, we're, we are Super Bowl champions, so we can do whatever we want. Like, I think we have, like, that swagger where it's like, yeah, people used to say, like, well, we're like, annoying, obnoxious, but exactly. now it's like, we're, we can be, like, we got chips. And we're still obnoxious. I mean, you can but, still say we're annoying and obnoxious, but... We're, we're champions. also more, like, optimistic and, like... I don't think, as some people would say, as miserable. Obviously, yeah. we want a Super Bowl. But, like, if you think about the process and, like, how patient a fan, pa- fan base needs to be for that, I don't, like, people don't credit us enough. No, not at all. We had to go through. It's, it's, and then even with, like, with this year with Fultz even, for us to, to support some to support Fultz through all that, a lot of fan bases wouldn't have cheered him like we did on Monday night. Yeah, I forget. I heard someone saying, like, oh, I th- it was probably Nick Wright. It most likely was. He was like, oh, like, you got Philadelphia, like, they're ch- giving a standing ovation for, you know, someone who took five months to come back from, like, yeah. a shoulder injury. After, like... And but, possibly mental stuff, too. Yeah, like, it, de- it definitely was. We know, we all know it was. But, like, basically, it it is a big deal that he's back. Like, we love our players. We watched him struggle. He's, the, he's like... Like I was saying, when we are like, in, in the middle of Fultz being out, it's like... Hey, like we're we're used to not seeing our first round draft picks play in their first year, so it's like that. That's Colin Coward's big thing yeah. too. Is like, oh, like look at the process. Like Embiid didn't play, but like he, like people that are outside looking in, they don't really understand what we went through and how it was basically set up. Because Sam Hinkie, by getting Embiid, basically set us up to get another top pick. You know, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, it was Okafor. And, you know, that that doesn't always pan out. But basically, you know, you just got to keep on going. And we're here right now. We had to have crappy players. I, I saw Dan look up Henry Sims right now. Yeah, no, because I but saw... the lineup... Yeah, someone I saw, like, re- a starting lineup from, like, it was, like... It was October. 20, no, it was, like, oh. a March game. It was, like, today's date three years ago. And it was, like, Henry Sims. Uh, maybe, like, Roten was in there. Which I... I, like, I love Roten. Like, he, he's, he tr- he's trust the process, like... Hollis Thompson, like, Jakar Sampson. Like, there was names I didn't even, like, remember. James Young, I think, might have been one of them. But, anyway, like, those were the nights we went through. Like, awful years of 10 wins, 19 wins. And now to be here, like, yeah, we're going to let you hear. Especially for all the people, like Colin Coward, we said we weren't going to touch 40 wins. So we're going to touch it. So we're too young, too inexperienced. J.J. Reddick barely can move anymore. He can only shoot. Yeah. And we're here. He did, get, like, he wow. did get he did get dunked on by Mary though. Yeah, he did. That was a nice dunk, but like whatever. And B, not as nice as Embiid's sl- dunk. Yeah, handed down on uh, Millsap for stealing his All Star spot. Do you see he finally did put something out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, people like Wob who said Worldwide Wob who said we wouldn't touch forty three wins who now had to put out apology letters to every Sixers fans who asked for asked for one 
you can check that out on Stakes Twitter um, if you want to see that. But, like, yeah, we're going to let you hear it because we've been through all of it, and we trusted it. We trusted it, and it's It was it's hard. The dark days right getting 10, 10 wins. And, like, honestly, Philadelphia sports right now, like, we've been saying it honestly since we've really been doing podcasts for the last, like, year. But every podcast we do, it seems to be getting better and better and better and better. And winning the Super Bowl, obviously, like, it's, you can't it's tough to, get, to yeah. get past that, your first ever Super Bowl. But it it is getting, like, for, for all of our teams, it, it's only getting better right now. Um, and the Eagles aren't settling either in the offseason. So, and we'll, we'll get to the Eagles in a second. But, but like, the Sixers are in the playoffs, Dan. Like, yeah. this is this is insane. This yeah, is we clinched. Like, we clinched the playoffs. But I, that was, like, one of the second things I wanted to talk about, which we kind of talked about, but we didn't actually say it. Like, we clinched. We are officially going to be in the NBA playoffs. Um, and it, there's still nine games to play. It's crazy. Like, honestly, like, if you would have told me that we're, we're going to be in the playoffs this early, like, I thought it would be, like, come down to, like, the last, like, last couple games, last three games, something right. like that, right. need tie breaks, stuff like that. But, like, literally, like, we're we're in the playoffs. Like, and it's, you know, we, like you said, we still got nine games left. Also, another thing that's hype that um, I'm, I'm excited about is that, uh, I I mean it sucks to be excited about someone someone's injury, but Isaiah Thomas getting surgery on his hip, take him off the floor for the Lakers, the give us a better better selection at well basically it's either one or what is it protected to like five yeah I think five or six and it's like two to five protect I think two to five so, yeah yeah so then it would be six. So like it would give us a better shot at um yeah maybe get like the seven spot draft like uh, Macal Bridges I really want Bridges like I I want Bridges on the team just because like that would be so sick yeah it would be so that's that's really what I'm like looking forward to um so like that's nice because they have like seven home games left too yeah, yeah so. no it I mean we don't we'll talk about that later the draft and stuff oh yeah I mean I'm just getting ahead of myself sticking with I mean Bridges Villanova is in the final four again credit to the program Jay Wright who has been unbelievable. Love Jay Wright. Love Villanova. 134 wins over a four-year span, most in Division One. That's crazy. Men's history, I would assume, because I'm sure the UConn would have <laughs> passed that stat. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, unbelievable for Wright to continue his success. And looking at, like, pure talent, like, you ha- you'd have to say this is, like, his most talented team because, like, you're going to have at least two guys most likely go to the NBA and Bridges and – Brunson, who might be a later pick, but still, and I th- think he could. And that's this year, not to mention that, you know, we got other exactly. other players. Exactly. DiVincenzo is a possibility, I think. Um, Omari Spellman is a possibility. Yeah. Definitely his most talented team, but still a lot of young guys. But that, their, their experience, and I'd again have a real shot at bringing home a second national championship in mm. three years. That'd be insane. Yeah. And, so, I mean, really just touching about. Touching on the the game this Saturday, it's the it's the second game against Kansas. Um, really going to be a, a tough matchup, I think. But at this point, like you have to feel confident with Nova going against anybody, and especially know? getting that poor shooting performance exactly. out of the way. What was that Sunday? Yes, yeah, yeah. So. To 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 shoot that poor the way they did, shooting under twenty percent, and still being control from the first minute to the last minute. Again. Not it's only are they great on offense because they lead the nation in scoring, but they're great on defense. The way they move, the way they rotate, um, it's it's really impressive. Kansas, 
it'll be some some interesting matchups. They have they have a really good backcourt um, with guys like Graham uh, Newman's been really their guy in the tournament, and I can't pronounce the other kid's name. He's the white kid number ten. It's like their Divincenzo, um, but he's he's a player. He's been there for a while too. But that's three guys, and I think Nova Nova's uh, backcourt they get the edge there because you're bringing in Brunson, Booth, Bridges, and Divincenzo off the bench, and Divincenzo could start. He could start for Nova, but he could start pretty much anywhere in the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, that was what I saw real quick. Yeah. Paul saw the starting five I was talking about. It was October. Yeah, it's like opening. Yeah, I think that was and that was that actually was a different one then. I didn't yeah. see that one, but it was Henry Sims was in it. Brandon Davies. Someone clicked on click on Davies uh, Twitter. It's suspended. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it's suspended. Like someone's like Brandon Davies isn't even on Twitter. It's not even active anymore. He's suspended. Bulls wild then. Um, <laughs> But yeah, back to Nova real quick. Um, I think the a big X factor in the matchup this this Saturday is going to be their big man. Uh, he's he's like seven foot Azabuke. I can't really yeah. I don't know how to say his name. Um, but big guy who can't hit foul shots that yes. cost them games. Not really worried about him. All he can do is play defense. Doesn't really score. And it's going to be tough to defend a guy like Spellman too because he yeah. can stretch the floor. Yeah, bring him right out. And like the thing is, like, okay, if he was like in beating, could score on offense. Now that's a problem. This guy isn't an offensive threat. That's why I wanted to face Kansas over Duke. Yeah. Because d- defense, like that's that's a little bit harder when you have a seven footer or six ten, however big. Um, yeah. w- why did I just blank on? As a bouquet. No, no, no. On oh, Duke. Bagley. Yeah, on Bagley. Like that's that's a little bit different. So yeah. now now yeah. we're going against Bagley's going to be a potential top two pick top two or three pick okafor was too so we'll see how <laughs> we'll see how it works in the nba yeah, but so i'm excited for villanova this week final four uh both teams um definitely battle tested three and three all time last time they played each other was the game where bridges dove on the floor um as the nova as the wildcats took down the jayhawks in the elite eight um that was the year nova won so hopefully they can uh, they can do it again also real quick just getting back to jay Wright. Like, I'm a big basketball guy, and I, I love, like, just everything, like, Jay Wright's coaching style. And I saw a quote just about, like, his offensive, like, scheme and, like, I just got to find it real quick. But Jay Wright, like, the way he coaches, I, I love it. Let me just pull it up real quick. So it's talking about, like, because if you watch Villanova, how they move the ball, how they use the uh, the jab, they rip the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks about it here. So the two mo- most important concepts. Catch to shoot. Every time you catch the ball, catch the shoot. Mm. You will be the most open you will ever be when you first catch the ball. Catch it thinking, shoot it, and put your eyes on the rim. No matter where you are, if you put your eyes on the rim, you can see the whole court. If you catch the ball thinking dry first, the eyes will go down, and if you want to shoot, you have to get the ball back into the shooting pocket. One, two, step, and inside pivot every time. Then he talks about spacing a little bit. Um, it's really like... Some great stuff from that, That's really wild because I was just thinking about, like, the last time I used a jab step. I was looking to shoot, and then I was like, you know what? Like, maybe I should drive because, like, I saw the whole entire court <laughs> hit the bull off with the jab. Yeah, jab, they, jab they, had him out of his shoes, hit the three instead. Honestly, I feel like if you watch what, one, on Saturday, like, got people who are listening, like, watch Nova. Every time I feel like they catch a pass, it's they're looking at the rim, they're shooting, or it's a jab. They really do it. No, you're right. You're 100% right. And that's um, that's great. Like, that's some good knowledge that you get from Cheesesteak Sports. Remember to give us a follow on Twitter as well. But, like, th- you know, next time you're playing pickup, I, I think you should yeah. catch the shoot. 
I might try to play with Joe tonight, so I can, so I can catch the shoot and get. I wish I wish I got get play some for that. get some old bulls out of their yeah. shoes. Joe still got to play Raj one on one too. <laughs> That's true. And for anyone knows Joe uh, from Philly, Wit, yeah. he plays against like seven year olds every Monday, Wednesday, are they, Friday. Are they seven? No, have you ever been there? Yes, I've been there, and they're at least the youngest guy in there besides no his way, friend Dave seven? is fifty five. There is a guy out there that's seventy years yeah, old. That's impressive. I honestly was surprised he didn't have a stroke on the court. <laughs> like, like not even, like all jokes aside, like he really looked like terrible physical. Like it's bad. Yeah. But then there's like a couple like guys who can shoot whatever. But they're like old. And then Joe comes in walking yeah. around like he's nah, freaking I, LeBron three James. Three out of four games. <laughs> <my kids>. <laughs> a a couple blocks. Yeah. I'm so done. Like, it's really ridiculous what he does. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it's... No, that's Joe cracks me up. Keep listening to Philly Wit. It's... Honestly, Philly Wit has made, like... It's made commutes to work a lot better. Let me tell you. Yeah, because... Sometimes, like, I don't know... I listen to podcasts... Like, mainly sports podcasts, honestly. So What, probably, you're saying Philly Wit's not a sports podcast? The... No, the gist of it is not sports. It's about life. No, I know it's not. So, it's good, it's good to, you know... I, I always get good laughs out of it, you know? So... And especially for me, I have an hour... At least an hour commute to work it takes you an hour and and home so well yeah you leave it i'm leaving a rush hour each way so but um it it yeah it really helps me out so there's talks about me working in the city too it's crazy oh no i'll talk to you (laughs) (laughs) we'll talk after we'll talk after um but shifting gears to the the eagles uh you're super bowl champions you're super bowl champions don't you forget it this happened after our last episode yes it it had oh mike wallace and chris long both happened on the eagles now love it um basically i mean to give up tory smith where you thought you'd cut him and get a corner and then to sign mike wallace now for half um, the half the amount that you're gonna pay tory smith this year we don't know how how he does it <laughs> Honestly, the thirty for thirty on him needs to come out pretty soon. I mean, I think they're gonna wait until you know he gets his like fifth Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, I feel uh, that. But yeah, I'm excited about Mike Wallace. Definitely a guy who's gonna bring a lot of speed, and um, excited for that. Chris Long, I'm so happy he's back. And it's back. his birthday today. It is his birthday. Happy birthday, Chris. Yeah, Long. don't forget to give him that birthday shout out. Yeah, I saw someone was like roasting him on Twitter, Instagram, like one of the other players, like put it up. Was like, Nelly? Yeah, like a Photoshop of him, like on an old man's body, calling no, him pop up or that, something. I didn't see yeah. that one, um, but yeah, I mean, it's great to have him back. It's ridiculous how we do these podcasts, and then big news breaks right Honestly. after. Um, but it was good, like the Fultz thing just broke, so like, like it wasn't like a couple a days ago. late. Yeah, yeah, it was it was Monday, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, where were you when you heard about the Fultz news? I was driving to Cle- Well, I was, I was driving, driving to well. Chipotle. Okay. How to, did you hear Twitter or the text? The text, Raj. Yeah. Yeah. So Raj broke it to me and you. Man. Yeah, because he, he must have been on Twitter. So it was yeah, like, it, so he texted me and then I went on Twitter real quick. Yeah, same. Like, I did. I called my boy Jamie until like just to, like dealt like to uh, make okay. sure he heard and confirmed. And yeah. So was, I I saw it. I was like, "There's no way. Like that's yeah. crazy." Checked Twitter. Saw it on there. Then I I messed with Raj saying it wasn't true because yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I do with Raj. I, I, <laughs> Classic. I, that's a, that's one of my favorite. like last night yeah. when I was <laughs> mute him. No, I wasn't really on. I mute. know, I know. But you, <laughs> I know you know it. <laughs> it was great. He'd be yeah. like, "Paul, mute me now." <laughs> and then someone would be like, "Yeah," and I'd be like, "What are you saying yeah to?" <laughs> Classic stuff. Um, just to let you guys know, we were talking about it before, but Dan is officially on Fortnite. Um, still searching for that first squad win, yeah. but he got a duo win the other Adding, day uh, on PS4. Dan the Goat G O A T one zero. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a good name. I I'm kind of upset. I got locked out of the Goop. That was my <laughs> that was my old PlayStation Network name. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, but I linked it up with a different email, and I don't know what email it was. I think it was my school ID Sheesh. email. So you know that John's definitely gone. Yeah, which right. sucks so much because like the Goop really was one of the best uh, names I've ever come up with in my life. Um, but something that. You know, I also had to take part of yesterday was a fantasy baseball draft. It was my first time in seven years, something crazy like that. No, maybe even like ten, like closer to ten years. Jeez. So it's been a while. Like the last league I played in was. Yeah, it was when we were probably like. I'm guessing it was 2008, but like I feel I like it, was, I feel like it was middle school. Yeah. So I'm thinking it was 2008. Like the Phillies yeah. win the World Series. Yeah. So sense. it's like I'm playing fantasy baseball on Yahoo again. Phillies might win the World Series. Just watch out for that one. But, you know, it was nice to get in there. I'm a numbers guy. Not not that um, knowledgeable on all the names, all 30 teams or anything yeah, like that. Um, just know a couple things, like the humidor out in Arizona. Like, you got to watch out for their players. They're, they're doing something weird with the balls where the velocity, like, is a little bit down. So, it's a whole thing. Oh, wow. um, so, that's like, if anyone plays daily, like, watch out for that. I'm sure if you play daily, you already know that. But, um, yeah, so, I, I mean, I'm I'm projected to do well, so that's nice. But, you know, you got to make the moves inside the season. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, I mean, the Phillies, yes. which I'm really upset about, is I didn't get to get Scott Kingery. Like, I was yeah, literally – Yeah, honestly, like, we haven't even talked about that yet. Yeah, we that didn't even get to that. News. That happened the next day too, right? Yeah. No, that happened this week. It happened Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to happen. Like, I thought he was going to get sent down and then no, come yeah, back up. I don't think many people did. I mean, it's a six-year deal uh, with club options following, and to get Kingery at a pretty low price for what potent, like what his like ceiling could be. Like if he's ex- he's expected to be the real deal. Like he's been compared to uh, Chase Utley. He's been compared to Dustin Bedroya, but better. Buster Olney said about Kingery. Um, and it kind of just shows kind of the Phillies. We're at a win win now mentality, and I think it was Clentac talking the other day, uh, just about how the Eagles have had such a huge effect on the city, and have kind of like pushed things forward even even further as far as like I guess you could say the process for this as well, and for really all the teams to win now. Um, and I mean signing Kingery to that is it's a it's a big move to do right now, and somewhere along the lines, I mean I don't I know they're going to kind of use him as a utility guy. Like, you guys think of, like, a Ben Zobris who plays a little bit everywhere. But I feel like at some point, and I like Cesar Hernandez, but I th- I feel like he's going to be traded. But at yeah, the same they, time, like, his value now, like. Kind of drops. Yeah, drop when but you but the one like thing that. that also the Phillies are doing this year, like you mentioned, is that we're going to have nine guys in the bullpen. Yeah, to start at least, yeah. To start. So, my theory is you have Brees Hoskins that can play the different positions first and the left. Mm-hmm. And then you also have um, Kingry, who basically they're saying that could basically play Pretty much second, short, third. pitch and catch. So, I mean, you have that going on for you. And also you have J.P. Crawford, who can play third, short. So it's like you don't really need to have – like I think we're in a good position. Like, yeah. I mean, it does come down to, like, the pinch hitting situations. Like – because, like, analytically, you want to normally have a lefty versus a righty, stuff like yeah. that. So that should be interesting. But, I mean, we'll see how it goes. 
Yeah, I, I'm like I'm so stoked for this. Evening. Trust the prospects. And like obviously working there, and like you want the team to do well, but there hasn't been like this type of buzz around the Phillies in a while. So it's really exciting because you really don't have any like huge expectations. Obviously, expect to be better than you've been the last couple of years. But to see you're finally gonna get to see these young guys come up and play and play for the whole year. Like you're gonna get a whole year of Reese Hoskins, a whole year of Crawford, a whole year of Nick Williams, a whole year of Scott Kingery. You bring over Arietta. Nola's only getting better. Like this team could be solid, and um, getting into the pitching rotation too. Like Arietta won't play. He, he's gonna miss his first start. He'll end up coming. When's the first the starts f- is April eighth. That's what I thought it was. It's a Sunday game, um, but I mean our rotation as of now it looks like because a couple guys got hurt. It's gonna be Nola, Arietta, Pavetta, Velasquez, and I. I'm thinking Ben Lively as our fifth once we get going, but. I mean, that could be changing throughout the year based on performance. But Lively beat out Eflin in spring training. So, um, Also, opening oh, day lineup, my boss, Ron, he thinks Kingery's going to get the start tomorrow just because uh, Hernandez doesn't have really good batting average against the pitcher. Oh, and, wow. So, start the season off with a bang, start Kingery. That would be wild. But it looks like it's going to be Hernandez, Santana batting two, Herrera three, Hoskins four, Franco five. I would assume Nick Williams starts tomorrow because he's facing a righty. Instead of Altair, um, and then Alfaro seven and Crawford, or no, I'm sorry, Crawford would be nine, Nola eight, because yeah, expect Kapler to pick, have the pitcher hitting eight this year. So a lot of different things will be happening with Kapler at the manager, like we talked about earlier, switching the outfielders from yeah. left to right based on analytics and statistics. Also, um, bullpen rotation, like so, you know, you have your closer, your setup man. Expect well, that to be different too this year, like. You don't expect one guy to be, like, your main closer. Like, if you have – Hector Neris is expected to be our closer this year. But in the eighth inning, if you have, like, a 2-3-4 guy, like you, the other, other team's 2-3-4 coming up, that could be a situation where you put in your best. You put in Neris then and have, like, a Pat Nishak close or something like that. So, a lot of different things this year with analytics. As yeah, a lot of – are focusing on that. A lot of teams are doing, like, uh, a committee bullpen type yeah. deal. It's like it's, it's like more situational too. It's Which stinks even, for your fantasy. Like that's a bad fantasy right, look. But I right. mean, yeah, it's it's more about winning games. People don't care about like they yeah. don't care about fantasy. But it's harder looking throughout the league to find that guy. Yeah. So, but getting into, uh, I mean, we want to give your predictions for the Phillies this year. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like I'm on the optimistic end. I'm excited. I think. Um, big things can happen for the team. I think they'll be right there and competing come September, and I think they're going to squeak in as a wild card team. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, 90 wins for the Phils this year. 90 wins for your fighting Phils back in the playoffs. It'll be a full four for four in 2018. Wow! As I also hope the Flyers can get in. 97 <clears> percent <throat> chance if um, they win tonight, or really something like that. Maybe it was 76. Honestly. Okay, so yeah, I do. I do think the Phillies will get in that wild card spot. Um, and then as far as playoffs, I'll just give you the ALCS, Yankees, Astros. I'm gonna, it's it's hard to pick against the Yankees' powerful lineup right now. And uh, I'll, Yankees coming out of the AL. In the NL, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'll I'll go Dodgers, Nationals, wow. NLCS, Dodgers get there. Nationals make it. To the NLCS. Yeah, that's still crazy. Like, uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't see that. Like, they definitely do. If, if this is, like, their, if they don't do it this year, Harper, like, Harper's Oh, gone. Harper's going so, to. So, like, this I is think the Harper's, year if they want to do anything. I'm pretty sure Harper's coming here next year. 
<laughs> the oh. whole Scott Boris thing. You see Scott Boris talking to uh, Middleton. You know Harper and Manchado. Somebody's coming here. Oh, man, I can't wait. Yeah. But um, I it's funny that you're saying like, yeah. oh, like I'm on the optimistic side. Like, I feel like we normally are. But I actually have a text I sent today to uh, our our good friend Josh Molino and Mr. Cardinal. They actually had a bet. Uh-huh. From I think it was like two years ago. About Trout coming to the Phillies. It wasn't about Trout coming to the Phillies. It was about the Phillies winning a playoff series by 2019. Okay. But Josh's whole theory, or maybe it was 2020 even, but it was Josh's whole theory was Trout will be a Philly by then, yeah. so that's why I'm going to do it. I said I think this is the year you'll have to pay up for the Phillies because mm. I I think we really can get into the wild card spot. And technically, by winning the wild card game, that is winning yeah. a series. So, I uh, I actually think we're gonna get like around like eighty seven wins. Okay. You know, I'm 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 really hyped up on the team. I, I don't think we're gonna make that much noise in the playoffs because the the wild card teams are really at a disadvantage because you throw out your ace, yeah. then you face the next team's ace, and then you're like exactly. kind of back a little bit. So, I mean, it's gonna be hard. But if we do make a move for like a Cole Hamels at the trade deadline. Then you know you feel a little bit better. That's what I was gonna say. That's a big. Re- I think we will make a move, maybe for Hamels, maybe for somebody else. But I think we're gonna make a move at the trade deadline. That will help us propel us to that point. Hamels is coming back to I Philly. I would be surprised. Like, I just feel. Yeah. But um, I also have the same exact uh, AL CS matchup just because. Yanks. Yeah, that's that's definitely um, a possibility. <laughs> um, and I I think for the NL that it's gonna be Cubs Dodgers. And who's gone? And I think the Cubbies are gonna go again. And who's bringing it home? Oh, I didn't say who's gonna win the AL. Oh, you didn't. No, but yeah, it's probably gonna be the Yankees. And I yeah. think the Cubs are gonna win it. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna. Because like hate to say this, I'm gonna go Yankees to win it. Okay. Yeah. The thing. The reason why I'm going with the the Cubs is last year they were saying that they got really tired from winning the World Series. You know, they had everyone, yeah. you know, partying, doing all the runarounds, everything like that. So I think it is hard to repeat, especially when you play such a long season. Then you have to do everything after that. So, I I mean, I'm hoping that the Yankees don't win because yeah. that's probably like Yankees, Mets, Braves, Nationals are probably the four teams I hate in baseball. I don't really hate the Marlins because they're irrelevant, yeah. especially this year too. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I, I'd say those are the teams I hate in baseball. Don't like the Red Sox, yeah. but like I don't hate them. Like those are the four on the the steak hate list. But that's steak hate list. Yeah, steak right, list. Well, yeah, that, that about wraps it up for um for this episode. Phillies start tomorrow. Sixers, Sixers just tipped right off. Now, so uh, it means it means it's time. Yeah, to, it means to we gotta podcast. go. But uh, thanks for listening. Continue to check out Philly Wit as well. And uh, just tweet at us. Tell us what you think. Rate us on iTunes. Where can they tweet at us, Dean? Uh, CS Sports Philly or personal Twitters, Dima's in 10 or Stake CSS215. Or his other Twitter if you nah, want to talk you about life. For, nah, that's for Philly Wit. He'll yeah, say that for Philly Wit. Yeah, but, that's uh, like a life, life, John. But uh, that's about it. Um, continue to trust the process. And uh, let's go, Philly. Yeah. Go Birds. Thanks for listening. Rate and subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us. We are Cheesesteak Sports. We all we got. We all we need. <laughs>